Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours, conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Everybody, welcome to After Hours here on um, Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, and today we're talking with my friend Patty Valero, who's sitting in the sunshine in Florida, and I'm sitting in the rain in Portland. So we're going to have to have a talk about that, my dear, because this... (laughs) Anytime. Come on. this rain stuff is really starting to get me down. You know, I find the older I get, Patty, the more I go, like, after a week of it, I'm like, Arr. and after a month of it, I'm like, Arr. well, you know what you need to do? Just strip down and go dance in it. I've done that. It didn't work. And the damn people from Greenpeace came by with these big poles, tried to push me back in the house. <laughs> so, I will tell you a story about that. Years ago, when we we moved moved to the ranch, probably shouldn't say this on the air. Uh, Anyway, uh, my wife gave birth to our daughter and all that stuff. And I learned that having two grown adult women living in the same house is not only not healthy, but it's not good for the environment of your brain. No, not good. So my, my aunt made this kind of crocheted or knitted afghan thing and it was about the most butt ugly thing you've ever seen okay but my mother loved it my wife hated it so my wife would take it fold it up put it in the cupboard where the other blankets were and as soon as you turn around my mom had it back out hanging on the back of a couch or something and that went on for a long time and i and i i told shelly i said uh what do you want me to do with that thing she goes well, I'd really like to burn it, but we probably can't do that. And I said, I'll tell you what, I will hide it. And when my mom passes away, I will light it on fire in the backyard and you can dance naked around it like an Indian war dance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she, she had forgotten about that. I did not. I have that damn blanket. It's out in my shop in a box sealed up. And when the weather gets uh, better this year, I might just bring that out to the old uh, burn barrel, you might say, and fire that thing up and make her come out there. <laughs> uh, there won't be as many cameras as there is around Tiger, but I'll just tell you that. Okay. No. Okay. So we've got a few questions here that are kind of fun for you. Um, Patty, if you could uh, play around a golf with one of your golfing heroes, who would it be? Annika Sornstam. Okay. Uh, if you were declared supreme leader of golf for just one day, what would you, as supreme leader, Patty Valero, decree? 
no golf rules, no golf etiquette. Okay. You want combat golfing? Is that what you want? Or? <laughs> Just no golf etiquette. That's all. Nothing okay. more. Um, if we put your skills to music, your golfing skills, what would the music be? It would be Metallica, Whiskey in the Jar. Nothing like something light to brighten up your morning. Um <laughs> If you could dine with a historical figure, who would it be and what would be on the menu, Patty? Um, I would probably choose to dine with Helen Keller. She was a miraculous woman, miraculous. Mm -hmm. And of course, we'd have finger foods. <laughs> I got so many jokes and I'm just not going there. So, um, do you remember the first time you ever picked up a golf club? I do. How'd that work out? Not well. Okay. We'll just move on from that. What's one <laughs> thing you miss about your 20s? Mm, the freedom I felt just to travel all over the world without a care. Yeah. I, I had that in and uh, thinking that I wish when I got up in the morning, it didn't take like five minutes to get everything going the same direction. Oh uh, yeah. That type of thing. <laughs> uh, um, what do you think the biggest change should be made in pro golf slash amateur golf? The biggest change. Um, it doesn't even have to be one if you don't think there needs to be one. But uh, Well, of course, there's lots of things that need to be changed. Um, it's kind of a slippery slope. Uh, golf attire. Golf attire. So we're trying to make it so it's more personable and more down to earth and more relatable yeah. to the common player. But um, And that draws more viewers. But it also has retractors too. It has people that are very unhappy with the tradition of golf. Um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to tuck your shirt in when you have a pair of joggers on and uh, a midriff and um, flip flops. So, but they have, they have spikes on the bottom of the flip flops. So that's allowable, but um, that, that. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw this at you. Do you know, do you remember who Holly Saunders is? Sorry. Jeez, it, I, was a I, it was a B. <laughs> okay. I never got a reaction like that when I asked a question. I was like, oh, uh, Bobby Saunders, no. Yeah, she used to be on Golf Channel. Then she went to work for ESPN. Um, married well and often, I think. <laughs> she's uh, she's starting a, a women's golf tour where pretty much all they wear is G-strings. I read this. This is true. I read this the other day. And I was like, wow, as if the deal with Live Golf hasn't stirred up the pot a lot. And now you're going to do that. I mean, that's, I'm not sure what kind of quality golfers would like to go out there, you know, just wearing a, two band aids and a hockey puck. But, you know, it just, I thought that was kind of unusual. Yeah, I'm sure they the green would be packed with people spectators so yeah 
Yeah. Uh, you know, when they go to retrieve the ball, you can see into their path. So I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. You know, it's it's kind of like a child, a petulant child, good attention, bad attention, it's still attention. Right. So some, you know, sometimes people do things to stay relevant. And I mean, I don't think that's fantastic, but hey. I think you nailed it there, though. Um, I I really do. <clears throat> What do you want to do when and if you ever retire? Oh, I'll never retire. Ever. Um, no, because I can, I've seen what can be done playing in adaptive tournaments. I've seen people playing in wheelchairs. Sure. Um, so I'll, I'll never retire. Ever. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? A mongoose. A mongoose. So you can kill cobras? No, they're just, they look cool. Um, they're decisive. They know exactly what they want when they want it, and they do it. Yeah, I and think I'd, I'd be more like a meerkat. Really curious and. Aw, I not, love meerkats. Not, you know, <laughs> always with the sarcastic comments, but never too serious love about them. anything like that. Uh, you remember the best concert you ever attended? Absolutely. It was Santana when I was in high school. Well, there that you was go. The first, yeah, that was the uh, my first experience with that genre of music, being in Durham, North Carolina. Right. Um, I was uh, 15 right in the front where we're back you know it was pretty much there weren't tickets it was like an open area not woodstock but it was festival just seating type thing. yeah and I, we were right up front we got there <clears throat> you know a few days prior camped out and um of course i was staying with my girlfriend that during that time but um it, it was just amazing the feeling i don't doubt it uh, a couple more questions, Patty, because I know you've got an appointment you got to get to in a little bit here. If you could erase one mistake from your past, what would it be? Not to have gone out the night I went out when I had my accident. Understandable. Um, do you have a favorite movie? Of course, Tombstone. Tombstone. There Tombstone. You go. We used to get in competitions at the fire station. Because we had this one rookie that decided to mess up and make a comment about anything. But he said, um, you know, that his favorite movie was um, Kevin Costner did it. A Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. And we said, are you kidding? Tombstone's the movie. So we had a competition on who can remember the most lines. And we said them throughout the day and maybe sometimes on a call, you know. Yeah. Um, you have somebody who's being really nasty. And so if you could say, make the, make the, make the line from the movie fit the situation. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. So tombstones. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be your huckleberry. I'll be like, your huckleberry. Yeah, that was good. A uh, little well-known fact or uh, not well-known fact is a friend of mine, Buck Taylor, who played newly on Gunsmoke. He's just most recently been in Yellowstone. Uh, he was in Tombstone. He's an artist, too. And I have a lot of the characters from the Tombstone movie on some limited lithographs that Buck did in the hallway walking down to the master bedroom. 
we have quite a few of them. Wasn't he like a reluctant sheriff or something on Tombstone? No, that that was that was Dobie. That was Harry Carey Jr. I knew him too for a long time, but um, he was one of the 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 cowboys at first. uh, Texas Jack and yes, yeah, that's right. So anyway, we we have a bunch of those. We they're great. They're a real kind of showstopper from people that come to the house. They've never been here before. And you're kind of showing them around and they walk down that hall and all of a sudden they see all these famous actors and stuff. And that was kind of cool. Okay. Last question. Hmm? Nice. Yeah. It is very nice. Last question. What would your last meal be on death row? Wow. Crab legs. That's it. You can have anything I, you want. I love crab legs. I actually, um, what do they call it? A, a low country boil or something yep, like that. Yep, 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 yep. All yep. the good stuff in it. Oh yeah, that would be my last meal. You know who's you big can on- drag that out for a long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. Charlie Reimer's big into low country boils. Love yeah. them. Yeah, you got the crawfish and the corn and all that stuff in there. It's it's terrific. Patty Valero, how can people follow you on Twitter and stuff and Instagram or whatever you're on? I'm on everything. Um, it's pretty simple. Um, it's Patty Valero Golf. Okay. Everywhere. You heard it here first. <laughs> how about that? Patty, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. I want you to have a great weekend. Enjoy your your acting career with Bridgestone and the sunshine. Look at that. Isn't that great? I'm jealous. Anyway, thank you, kiddo. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You betcha. Uh, We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours. I'm JT for Patty Valero. And uh, everybody have a good week. Take care. Be kind.